What's up, guys? It's Hot Take hey, without the Hot Take here, and welcome to another <laughs> welcome to another Friday of Junior Senior Two Views. Uh, let's get straight to it. MLB Do, lockout. Does anybody really even care anymore? Well, like, no, I think no I'm just does. I'm just so like done with the with with baseball right now. And it's, uh, honestly, after seeing the details about what's going on with the lockout, I just I can't believe how how greedy the owners are. And I, and I don't mean the owners of certain teams, yeah. right? I mean the, the executives of sure. the MLB. Sure. I mean Manfred, or, or should I say Manfraud, mm-hmm. because that's how he's been mm-hmm. over the past, like, week, So we know, that, we know that the spring training is out of the question. We nope, that's the first done. first couple of series are being yep, eliminated. That's done. Yeah. So at this point, I'd honestly, I honestly think they might cancel the whole season. Because yeah. I don't know what it is and how, like, how this can be just so, like, so divisive. Well, it, it it's dollars and cents. Yeah. It's all about money. It's all, you have to just look through the tea leaves and it's yeah. all about the, the, the green. The only two things they've been able to yeah. agree on yeah. are a draft lottery and yeah. a universal DH. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. Well, that's, that's not money related. Yeah. No one's losing money. This is about who's going to lose money, the players or the owners. And right now, at this point, it's all about them disliking each other. And as I said it last time, and I'll say it again, you know, it looks possible that there might, probably will be a strike. But I think, I, I think that how the owners are going about this are just so, like, sniveling and Machiavellian. They wanted to initially get rid of Super 2 arbitration. Like, that is... That's... That's damn near criminal. They yeah, wanted to get rid of Super 2 arbitration. They initially, before they backed out of that, and they don't like the fact, they also don't like the fact that the Players Union want a pre uh, a bonus pool to play to pay pre-arbitration players. No, oh, look, it's messy. It's not going to get better. Nope. It's all about Ja. Now, it's all J- about the Ja. Ja, ja Morant. Ja, ja Morant. He might be the best player coming out of that 2019 draft class. I said it. <laughs> I said it. He might damn well be the best player out of that 2019 draft yeah, class. Uh, he's not He's not disappointing. No. He's electric. He can do it all. There's not one thing John Morant can't do. The only thing I'm concerned about. Now, I saw this clip from Colin Coward, and he no, said... No, you're referencing Colin Coward. He, well, he, he's, he's... I like Colin. He, he just gets a little too... Yeah, he's um, so, like... Too, too, he's... To, I feel okay. like in one breath he makes a horrible take, right. and another so he makes a good take. We talk and about this it. is a good right. take. He he said he was worried about John Morant, and for good reason. Mm-hmm. You see shades of D Rose yep. with John Morant, yep. with how he lands after dunks. It's awkward. Mm-hmm. He's been banged up a couple times. He's had knee and leg injuries. I mean, it's really shades of D Rose and shades of John Wall. But I think at the same time, you know, what are you gonna do? You, you're preparing yourself. Are you going to tell Jabaran to prepare himself for an injury he doesn't have? Yeah. Now, I know he was injured early in the season. Luckily, the Memphis, as a team, were able to support each other and, and do well without him. But he makes he's the stir. He's just the straw that stirs the drink, yeah. so to speak. So we know this. He's an electric player. He scored 52 points against San Antonio. Mm-hmm. Uh, he can do it all. The sky's the limit. And you know what? It doesn't take away from the fact that, yes, he was the second overall pick. Yeah, no one in their right mind would have. No, New Orleans in their right mind wouldn't have gone. We'll choose this guy over Zion. 
Yeah, nobody, nobody could have imagined. Hindsight is twenty twenty. But nobody could have imagined what what what's going what Zion's going through. So you know what? Good good for John Morant. I think this is this. You know, the Grizzlies are a force to be reckoned with during the playoffs. Uh, you know, I think they're going to go deeper this time than last year. Mm-hmm. Just watch out for them. Uh, the Washington Commies are seeking a new quarterback. Now this the commander. Now I'm not. I'm the not, former Washington football team, formerly the Washington. Mm-mm. Yeah, I'm not too. Um, I'm not too angry at the fact that they are seeking a quarterback. Who's going to quarterback that ta- team? Ta- oh, Taylor Heineke is. Yeah. He's shown last year. He's not a full time starter. He's, he's a backup. He's a good situational he's quarterback. A good backup. He's a good backup. That's but what he's Taylor not, Heineke is. He's not a starting quarterback. They had Fitz, Fitzpatrick, oh, but he, he got two injured. Games got injured. That's um, Ryan, Fitz, Ryan Fitzpatrick's not the answer either. Ryan Fitzpatrick, yeah. a good, you know, fill-in starter for a few games before he gets injured. But who, he who the could they get? Now who, the rumors who? have it that they are seriously pursuing the following players. Are you ready for it? Yeah, I want to laugh. Can so me... Russell Wilson. <laughs> Hold your laugh. Ready? Number two. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> and lastly, Deshaun Watson. <laughs> why would any of them, why so, would why would any of them want to play in FedEx Field? So why? Deshaun Watson's radioactive. You want to stay away from that. The other two guys, Aaron Rodgers is even Karen Rodgers is even more radioactive. The other two players are not gonna play at Washington. Let's make something very no. clear. This team's a mess. No, no, no. And this team's they're, under investigation through Congress. There's fran- a lot of other things going on. Their franchise is a... It, they are a joke of a franchise. They are better off going down to a lower tier and and looking around other teams' backups. Mm-hmm. I.e. a Mitchell Trubisky. I.e. a Marcus Mariota. <laughs> Guys who formerly have started, but for the commanders, it's enough. No, no one's but, neither one of those guys. Why would him. Why would Russell Wilson want to come to a team where he has a possibly a worse offensive line now, now, than in Seattle? I understand the the part that we're not looking at is it's the East, it's the NFC East. It's a crappy league division, and if you get a good quarterback, you could potentially yeah, win a little more. But they don't have a good offense. Period. I know, I know, I know. They but don't this have is any weapons. This is why we're set. I got the next one. Yep. The next one is Gronk. To Buffalo. It's not a bad um, idea, but would he want to go there? Hometown guy. Yeah. He's from Buffalo. Maybe. Seems um, appropriate. It does, but at, I think Gronk, at the, in the past two seasons, he's he's been there. I've never really noticed him on the field. He's just been there. Well, no, but I mean, look, he, he, he got 800-odd yards of receiving this season. That yeah. being the case... His quarterback was Tom Brady. Yeah. So, and I, I don't think it's a downgrade to go to from Tom, Tom Brady to Josh Allen. It's not, no. It's certainly not. Hometown guy, he's got playoff experience, we know that. Mm-hmm. He goes straight to the hometown, is a draw there. He's not just a good receiving tight end. Yeah. He's also a good blocking tight end. Yeah. But what I saw during the playoffs, I don't know if else saw it, particularly in that game, the last game that they lost... The temp they lost. Yep. He looked like a bag of bones. Well, so I here's the thing. He retired at 29 because that season, that 2018 season, he was weather-beaten the yeah. entire season. Yeah. His explosiveness was gone. His yeah. ability was gone. Injuries had taken a toll on him. That's why he retired for the first time. Yeah. But does he go to Buffalo? I'm not sure. I think he retires again. 
I think he retires again. The only reason he came back was because of Tom Brady. Well, we know that. Yeah. Tom Brady, Tom Brady says, "Come on, come let's on." Win. And he went, "Let's okay. win another." Right. So, I, and they did. But so again, he's from Buffalo. It might be a little sentimental. What, what's go he, there. What's he got left to achieve? He's won basically everything. It doesn't matter if if the if a team wants you, you might be able to dust yourself off for one more goal. Yeah, but his he he is just he's broken. All right. I don't see it happening. Next. Uh, Giants poss- listening to possibly trading Saquon Barkley at this point, you might have to consider it because there needs to they the new management there has said they're going to be taking a machete to this team. Uh, reportedly, Kyle Rudolph's already gone, so I think say the consensus over the past few years is oh, well over the past two seasons seasons is that Saquon Barkley has regressed. Now I agree with that to an extent, but imagine you're Saquon Barkley running behind Nate Solder, the turnstile that is Nate Solder, mm-hmm. and Andrew Thomas that hasn't developed yet, no. and a Will Hernandez that is better off as a sieve. Yeah. Like, what are you supposed to do behind that line? Yeah. He gets injured perpetually because of that line. Okay. So, I'm, it would not surprise me. I, I'm with you on that, that they would do that. Um, I would say I also think at the same time the Giants could consider, obviously, improving their offensive line. They need to. Considering they've, got, they've got two top ten picks this year. Yes. They need, they're possibly going to get Evan Neal, which yes. I think wouldn't be a bad get considering he's one of the better offensive line prospects in this class. However, you you need you need to fix your interior line as well. You and you also need a quarterback. I don't think Daniel Jones. He's not bad, yeah, but, but we're forgetting like, about that. Forget about Daniel Jones. If they draft a running back, which the running backs are everywhere in any draft, you can do that. So if the Giants want to move from Saquon, that's fine. He's been injured the last couple seasons. The season before last, he was out most of the season with the torn ACL. So it would not surprise me if the Giants do that. The Giants need to do a wholesale change with a new offensive coach. Yep. Next. Kyler seeking a long-term deal. Now, this is a weird thing. I don't oh, think funny. I don't think he's going to get it. Because Show me the money. I don't think he's going to get it because the Bidwells are cheap owners. Show me the money. I don't think he's going to get the long-term deal he's seeking because the Bidwells are cheap. So he's in the last year of his rookie contract. Yep. That much I know. Yep. I'm not wrong in saying that. Mm-hmm. At the same time, you know, the general manager, apparently, reportedly the, the, the Bidwell said, I think Mike Bidwell, yep. I think, he said that, you know, publicly that he, you know, the, the organization wants to have Kyler Murray in their plans. Yep. Uh, they see him taking the team to a Super Bowl one day. Yeah. Um, it, look, it's all been messy because but of... But they want to do it their way and not give right. him Well, because the of the wiping of his social account with them, the social media account, and the grumblings, um, you know, again, Kyler Murray's 0-1 in the playoffs. Yeah. He had one playoff appearance. He didn't do well. It's not all. It can't sit, and say, sit with all of him to say yeah. he was the reason why they lost. But I think he's in a good position. And I'm not sure if he could be finding himself in a better situation anywhere but Arizona. But the sample size is typical Kyler Murray. What we've seen so far is really good first half of the season for the Cardinals as he goes. He but gets a little injured, but who then else, he goes back. Who else does that fall upon? And we'll talk about that man later. Uh, USFL gets sued. No. So, mm-hmm. so now it's happened. So former execs of the old regime of the USFL have decided 
that they are going to throw a lawsuit their way. It's essentially they're not. There's some unhappiness around a couple of things, around the teams. Yep. Around the branding, which is identical to the branding back in the early '80s, um, et cetera, et cetera. Here's so the thing: Did they copyright it? Well, I don't know. Well, well because yeah. if they copyrighted it or they trademarked it, they're going to win this lawsuit. Right. But but the thing is, if they they didn't trademark it, if they didn't copyright it, then they're going to have a tough time. Right. So this was done in dead spin, and what they've said is a few things: is that out of this. The basis of the suit, okay, is that they're using original team names and logos without permission, and a, and, and a complaint filed in the California federal court seeks to stop Fox Sports, the U, new USFL owner, from continuing its efforts. Well, did so, they did the original owners? It, so that's the, que- the question. The question I'm asking: Did they copyright or trademark it? The well, original owners. We don't know. At this point, well, no. I mean, I don't know whether or not the original owners did that, but the fact that it's been rebranded with the same USFL tag. With the same teams, again, this is in a court. I'm yeah. not a law guy, yeah. but that's that's a bad way to start it when is. you haven't even started. Yeah, yet. it's it's a bad way to start. And I wasn't that high on the USFL to begin with. Of course with not. Anyway. It's gonna look. So. In my opinion, it's gonna fade just like the AF and like the XFL. Well, the XFL didn't do anything wrong in its second iteration. It was just the coronavirus. I got this one. Yep. And that was the bell. Let me find the next topic that we're gonna talk about. Let me look. All right. <laughs> okay. Bulls or Heat, better playoff chances. So I suppose we know that both teams will be going to the playoffs. Yeah. Probably a better way to rephrase it is who's going to get further. I feel like the Heat can get further. If as I, a Bulls fan, I was, as a Bulls, I was expecting you to as a Bulls jump fan, on the bandwagon. There's been a lot of injuries this year. Um, Too many. There's depth stepping up, but I don't know how long it's going to last. Um... DeMar DeRozan has been has notoriously faded in the playoffs. So, um I'm not so sure just yet on the Bulls. I'm taking I'm taking my chances. I think the Heat if Jimmy Butler breaks out of his slump, they have a chance to come out the East mm-hmm. because that's how built they are. Victor Oladipo's just come back. So I wouldn't hope on him for two. Uh, I don't know. That's his mo. He'll if he be out again. if he comes back to form, yeah, or at least half of his I, original I, I, form, I wouldn't, I wouldn't count him. Then, Oladipo. but even without him, they've looked good. Even without Oladipo, they've looked good. So I'm betting on the Heat more than I am my own team. Okay, so I agree with you on that. I did wouldn't even think to say the Bulls, just because of the injuries. They're not you, ready yet. You don't have Lonzo. You they're, haven't had Lonzo back yeah. for a while now. They're not ready yet. Caruso's been out forever. Um, you know, they're holding it tight, but, you know, like I said, I believe the first round is theirs for the taking. Yeah. Whoever they play. But after that, I think the rubber meets the road for them and it's over. Yeah. I think for the Heat, they, they've struggled. They lost against the Nets today. They lost against the the Milwaukee Bucks the other day. So yeah. those are teams that they're up against. Um Yeah, I definitely believe that the Heat are a better team. They didn't have Kyle well, Lowry. The Heat, the Heat today, do so. need to prove that they can beat... Those tip top teams in the Eastern Conference. Well, of course, I mean they're going to be because last year other. they got washed by Milwaukee in the first round. Yeah. So they need to prove that they can beat those teams because you're going to have to if you want to go anywhere. Next. All right, Patrick Ewing gets supper from Anthony Day to Day Davis. Okay, <laughs> that's not what it says. I'm sorry. This is it. Anthony get 
Patrick Ewing gets support from AD. Support. Sorry about that. Supper. Sorry about the typo, my okay, friend. Okay, he gets so, he gets support from Anthony Anthony Davis. Not Anthony Davis. AD, athletic director. So let's break oh, it down. Okay. okay, not Anthony Davis. All right. Athletic director. All right. Okay, so, so Georgetown is having a crappy season. All right. They are well under five hundred. They haven't won in the Big East. They're like zero seventeen or something like that. They're six and twenty-one overall. And there's calls for Patrick Ewing to get the can. The yeah. Boot. He's been the coach for the last few seasons. This is probably the worst season in you know in the Hoyas existence. Now, you know, if you're a guy like me at my age, growing up, the Big East was a big deal. It's yeah. not so much the case anymore, but St. John, Syracuse, Georgetown, you know, those were the premier teams that you'd watch on TV and watch and playing in MSG. Yeah. So now the heat's on Patrick Ewing, but the AD has put full support behind him, which I'm okay with. Yeah. Even though they're having a bad season. Well, I don't know with them. I didn't even. I'm gonna be honest. I did. I didn't even know Patrick Ewing was the coach of Georgetown. <laughs> um, That's okay. But it just the looking back on that hire, it just seems like a more like sort of boys club mentality higher because like oh, yeah he he was a legend for Georgetown he right. brought them a national championship well, they did the same thing for Jawan Howard at Michigan no? that is true he was playing with the Fab Five yeah. that's the only reason you know Jawan Howard yeah. but Patrick Ewing won national championship with Georgetown Jawan yeah. Howard did not with yeah. Michigan so I mean I don't think it's it was a boys club decision I think it was trying to follow tradition yeah, this is on exactly. the heels on the heels of you know John Thompson and you know it's traditional to have you know, a, a guy of his stature being the coach. But I think it's – look, it's been a rough season for Georgetown, but it shouldn't be that turnstile mentality when they're talking about college basketball. Yeah. Yeah. All right. A little bit of word up. LeBron saying that saying there's a chance for the Lakers is blank. Um, I'm going to say it's wishful thinking. Yeah. That's two words, but wishful thinking. It's wishful. It's wishful thinking. Um, if you look at the West right now, it's basically <laughs> it's basically just a dogfight. Oh, it is. It's a dogfight. But it's a dogfight for the Lakers because the Lakers are yeah almost to the point where you're not talking about playoffs. If you got to think about you got to think about if they sneak into the play in, who they're gonna play in the, the who they're gonna play to try and get into the playoffs. Even if they beat beat whoever they got to beat in the plane, they're gonna probably be the eight seed. They're going to have to face somebody. Okay. So somebody my, my word is motivational, mm-hmm. because he's 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 the face of the franchise. Why is he gonna talk about anything? You know, the team laying down and playing. You know, so that's LeBron. I mean, what can happen in the next few weeks? But tonight, I mean, from the Six minute point, six minute point of the second quarter through the third, no answers. And uh, that team's been playing well. They went, to, they went to Phoenix, beat them. Go stop there. All right. So he was explaining what happened in the Pelicans' loss. He made references yeah. to the fact of, you know, cut my head off. You know, I'm not going down without a fight. Yeah. So that's what I say, meta motivational. Does that matter now? No, because they just lost. They the lost to the Clippers and the Pelicans in so, two consecutive games. So. I don't see the Lakers, you know, put up a fight. I think the team is tired. The team. I think he's the one who's trying, but everybody else around the team him's not doesn't. Trying. The only players on that Lakers team who are trying is LeBron and Malik Monk. Nobody else cares. Nobody. Yeah. yeah. 
If oh, you can name, no. if you can name somebody that cares, <laughs> I'll give you a hundred dollars because I don't know what's going on with this team, and I'm sure Lakers fans don't even have a clue either. Okay, All Cliff right. Kingsbury, this King, Cliff Kingsbury's extension <laughs> means blank for the Cardinals. Not to mention Steve Kime got an extension. Both of them? Ooh, oh yeah. my good so lord! What does that mean for the Cardinals? It's continuity. Continuity, that, I like all, that word. That's all it is. Continuity. They, this franchise are just—they have—they're just ostriches with their heads in the sand. Like, why do you have to? Why is Steve Kime getting an extension? Wasn't he the one who was responsible for all those awful drafts, all those dead free agent signings? And Cliff Kingsbury as well. Was it, that's just, in my opinion, that's a reward contract. For the good regular season that they had. Mm-hmm. But what happened? They fell in the last half of the season. They lost to the freaking Lions. And then they lose in humiliating fashion to a divisional rival in the wild card. Okay. So, what does that say about how he's coaching this team? Okay. So- Cliff Kingsbury is not a successful coach. And he never has and never will be. It's as simple as he that. He is your new... Who is he? Your Nagy. new Matt Nagy. He is your new Matt Nagy. <laughs> He's not. You are now. You. It's like you parted with Matt Nagy, and you're okay. Now you're giving him an attaboy no, for no. being the being a good guy at Kansas City, and now he's back in the fold. And you give him a little tap pat well, on his boy. Well, 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 at least well, not Cliff Kingsbury. At least now. he's running back to his strengths. Okay. This okay. guy, it, like, I, like I don't blame oh, Kingsbury for accepting the extension. I yeah, exactly. I oh, I blame the Cardinals for giving okay. him, and of course it's the Bidwells. Why wouldn't it be? Okay. My word is stability. Ugh. Continuity, stability, stability, almost same thing. What's stability? So, I mean, I, I'm going to take the side of the Cardinals here, okay? I think what they've tried to do is they've really tried to shoot for the fences, and, have, and, and some of the free agent signings have not panned out so well. Let's not think, let's think for a second, by the way. B Hop was out for several games during the end of the season. I think Kyler Murray would have used to be hop right there. Yeah, but what... You, you didn't have J.J. Watt injured. You had A.J. Green off and on. So, they've tried. They've tried to swing for the fences and get some guys in. And Larry Fitzgerald wasn't coming through that door. Yeah. And so, I don't think it's a bad thing to say, well, these guys should get some contract in order to say, well, they've they've done as well as they can. Is there, are there expectations high my, now? Uh, my, there are. My problems with the Cardinals aren't with the players on the field. They're, the problem that they have is coaching. They're not a well-coached team. It's a, You can see it. They're not playing for their coach. They certainly weren't playing for their coach in the playoffs. Okay. They don't, they're not a well-coached team. You need to be a well-coached team to have any success in the NFL. Okay. And it's as simple as that. Okay. All right, I have one more bonus word because I didn't put it on here. All right. Okay. The return of Kevin Durant is blank for the Nets. It is a miracle for the Nets because they were sh- they were they five were, and sixteen without him. They were horrible without five him. Five and sixteen. Now he comes back and puts up thirty-one. Especially they need him because Joe Harris is going under That's the it. knife. Yeah, you're right. He's, He's done. done. He's done for done. the rest of the season. Knock him out. They tried. That's another piece gone. Yeah. So. I don't know with this Nets team. I don't know how long they they're holding on a little bit, okay. but I don't know how long they're gonna yeah. it's gonna be before they fall off the the edge. I, I'd say this. I would say hopefulness. 
for the Nets. Yeah. I'm on I'm with you on this. The thing that strikes me right now is a couple things. You have a part-time player who's going to remain a part-time player for the foreseeable 20 games that are left in this season on top of the playoffs if they can get into the play-in or you don't know how much further they can go down the yeah. starters. Secondly, you have a shot in the dark. Right. Secondly, James Harden is balling all of a sudden over yeah. there. You got this guy, Ben Simmons, who still hasn't played a game yet. Yeah. What's going on there? He needs to get into the lineup to get familiar with what he's going to be doing. He yeah. hasn't played all season long. So, yeah. right now, any Kevin Durant showing up on the court is better than nothing. And that, that's a start. Does that escalate? Does that put the Nets any higher than where they are? I don't maybe, know. Maybe a spot or two, but I don't Maybe. Th- I don't know. Maybe a spot or two. The end. That's, not without that's a being generous, and not without a couple of other teams fall, a couple other teams dropping games. Okay. But just this Nets roster is really weirdly constructed. They have depth, but it doesn't really show up on a consistent basis, and they sort of they sort of start to over rely on yeah. their their star players. And once they traded away James Harden, they're now putting all their eggs in one BS basket. So, I don't. Oh, well. I it, Listen, and then it. and then uh, how long? How long until Kevin Durant literally just kidnaps Kyrie and just forces him to get this vaccine? Oh well, because I don't know. I it don't, won't matter now because it's it's not changing the mandate. New York's not changing. All right, a couple of happy birthdays before we wrap up. Yeah, happy birthday, Jamar Chase, who turns twenty two. Already, already turning into a generational receiver. Boom, boom, boom! Yep. I mean, he lit it up over the season, over a thousand yards with, receiving, with 1,500 yards. Fifteen hundred. Sorry, yeah, you're right. So without him, they don't make the Super Bowl. It's as simple as that. They don't even make the, They don't even make the playoffs if they didn't have him. Of course, and it, it's the pairing of him and, and Joe Burrow. So that, yeah. that that helped. He made some. I mean, a lot of people were skeptical about them. Not picking Panay Sewell, which one of me now me looking back and go whatever this guy's the this guy's the real deal. Yeah. So the all it all comes down again to health yep. and and you know staying on the field and being able to, to yep. grow and hopefully he'll grow with the Bengals. Since he still need to fix that offensive line. We now. know the other one. Happy belated to Tua Tagliavula. Yeah. Speaking of Tua, I don't, I, I don't know if I'm I, twenty four years am old. Am I that high on Tua? Two is the whole conundrum to me, as a play. I think as, it's a lefty thing as a, to me. No, no, no. It's not even that. I think so. It's not even. It's not even that. No, it's not even that. For me, it is. All right, whatever. For you, it is. But for me, it's not even that. It's just he can't really. He's sort of limited in how he can, and how he can throw the ball. In my opinion, well, he thrives. I think he's he, limited. He, I, think, I think also the plays that were designed for him weren't designed. In mind to throw him, go deep down. The field. He's not a deep ball passer. He, well, he hasn't really developed that well, part of his I, game I, yet. That get that part of his game hasn't been tapped. Like on. now that they have a new head coach, offensive minded, maybe now. I just feel like at Alabama was he like his his system, the system he had around him, the guys he had around him was, was well, that's great. Alabama, yeah, it's expected. You're playing in Alabama. You better have talent around you. Yeah, and look, he also suffered. That hip injury, I don't know if he's necessarily been recovered from it. No. Look, he hasn't I, looked the same. He's 13 and I think he's 13 and 8 as a starter. I'm pretty sure that's not fair. It's not bad. But, but right now, he's got an offensive coach now. I don't think they're going to move off of him. There's, well, you know, so he's there to stay. Well, the day when they get 
some proper weapons for him. Right. Is the day in which, which he has no excuses. All right. Well, we'll see what happens when he gets so, the receivers. They they have Will Fuller, but I think honestly, right now the my the organization of Miami have bigger problems to deal with than Tua right now. But that's it for our Friday episode. Uh, a lot of topics that we went through. Um, obviously, in the next coming days, we'll have more more stuff going over with sport with more NBA <laughs> sport. Uh, what, this is what we do. That's what we yeah. do. Uh, more NBA. More and on Monday we should also get into the NRL because NRL season set to start next week. Yeah, we will get for all for some of our Australian listeners. If you're listening, we might just get into that. Yeah. Um, the NHL trade deadline coming up. Okay. A lot of teams looking to desperately fix up some issues, but we will be there to cover it all. TikTok. If you come from TikTok, welcome. Do this thing two times a week. It's a little bit relaxed, but we do it. And I guess we will see you on Monday. Bye. Or, or Tuesday. Oh, bye. Bye.